Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam. Good morning. It is the morning jam and love is the answer. You know, I think that Uh, that's a group called (laughs) Foxes and Fossils. They do some of the best covers. I think they uh, I think they do a really good job. And for some reason, I was feeling that song this morning. Uh, Hope you're having a good Friday so far. Lots to talk about uh, today. Some good, some bad. Uh, everybody's kind of reeling from the fact that Lisa Marie Presley has died at the age of 54. Uh, we knew last night she had been taken in for uh, a heart episode, was what they were saying, and then woke up this morning to find that uh, that she had passed away. A little bit later on the show, we're going to have her last, I guess you can call it a speech. She doesn't talk a whole lot. She's a pretty shy person. Uh, but she did make an appearance a few days ago at Graceland for what would have been her father's 88th birthday. And uh, so we'll have that in in just a little bit. But uh, the music world, the entertainment world, very surprised to wake up to that news this morning. Well, here's your thought of the day for this Friday, January 13th. The most important thing in communication is hearing what isn't being said. I think that's particularly true right now in the light of some things going on in the world. Our text number is 434-248-0704. Our toll-free number for you to call in is 866-916-3776. Our Mind Jam trivia is about National Sticker Day. That is today. And there are, there's a list of the top 10 stickers of all times. And we want to know what, Band easy landed in the top 10 stickers of all times. That's what we want to know this morning. 434-248-0704. Go ahead and send that in to us, and we'll... Uh, this is easy. Coming up. Okay. Granted, my dad had this sticker, which I think I know the answer. Had this sticker his whole life. Okay. He even had... And if, if it is what I think it is, mm-hmm. he has a stained glass picture of that logo. Wow. A stained glass picture of, of the logo. Uh-huh. Here. Well, there aren't a lot of logos you could have a stained glass picture of, I wouldn't think. Yeah, that. So, uh, okay. All right. So that's what I think. My, I, I didn't want to say my guess out loud. Na- I have a neighbor who has that on their um on their front. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about it coming up. I didn't want to say my guess out loud. Okay. To help people. All right. Here is uh, our On This Day in History. In 1962, Chubby Checker's song, The Twist, is credited with starting, I guess, what was the kind of the first dance craze, maybe. It actually went number one on two different charts, which is interesting. And I don't know if anybody managed to have a longer career with a single hit 
in their whole life than Chubby Checker did. He had that one and Let's Twist Again. I think those were his only two hits. Maybe not, but I think so. Uh, in 1968, Johnny Cash performed for inmates at Folsom State Prison in Folsom, California. It was recorded for a live album release. His uh, record handler, they were not on board with this, but it was a, a huge success. And if you've never had a chance to hear it, it, it's an interesting listen for sure. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I want to tell you about the three fellows that make the great sound behind me. Two of them have been with me for about 13 years. There's if you are a fan of oh, country music, if you're a fan of music in general, that's an album that you probably need to listen to because it's, uh, it's interesting to hear how he interacts with people, and just the way he managed his whole image. I mean, I think a lot of them thought he had served time in prison. It's very strange. And then in 1999, basketball superstar Michael Jordan announces his second retirement and then returns in 2001 with Washington. So there you go. Uh, We've got lots of birthdays today. Actress Julia Louis-Dreyfus is turning 62 years old. Of course, she became popular in Seinfeld. <laughs> The rent is only $400 a month. Get out! <laughs> she did that a lot. $400 for rent? That sounds amazing. In New York City. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd pay for it. You'd be happy the, to get that here. I was going to say, yeah, if I could find a place with $400 for rent, I wouldn't be buying a house right now. I was excited when, uh, I, when I first came. Of course, you know, that was like 1990. And I had, I paid $175 in rent. And I just thought that was outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Uh, also having a birthday today is singer Trace Atkins. He turned 61 years old today. Um, I don't know that his mom thought this was a bright, shining moment for him, but he sure made a lot of money. Yeah, who would have ever thought that would have been a hit? <laughs> It was a big one. And uh, also, actor Patrick Dempsey, Dr. Dreamy, he turns 57 years old today. Actor Orlando Bloom turns 46. Actor Liam Helmsworth is 33. And drummer Fred White of Earth, Wind & Fire is 68 years old today. Nothing makes you feel better like a Earth, Wind, and Fire but song. But you just skim over Liam Neeson? Liam Helmsworth. Oh, I thought you said Liam Neeson. No, not Liam Neeson. Hello. I was going to say, I do have a certain set of skills. So, <laughs> No, and, and I'm sure Liam Helmsworth has a certain set of skills too, but they're not Liam Neeson's. He was married to Miley Cyrus, right? That's the right Hemsworth? I don't know. I think it was. There's been a couple people married to Miley Cyrus, hasn't there? Yeah, I'm right. No, he was. Okay. All right. He was. Um, And finally, actor Richard Maul from Night Court is turning 80 years old today. There's a memory for you. He played Bull. Get out of my way, Dan. No, I have specific instructions not to let you leave. Move, or I will invent the human pretzel. (laughs) (laughs) I have my instructions. (laughs) Ah! I love Night Court. 
I didn't realize how much I miss Night Court until I play a clip from Night Court. So there's a little bit of that going on. If uh, you haven't sent in your guests with our Mind Jam trivia, today is National Sticker Day. And now, being a little kid in the 70s, stickers were very popular. So you had the keep on trucking stickers and the smile, Jesus loves you and all that stuff. But we're asking you about um, a band sticker that landed in the top 10 stickers of all times. And we want you to tell us what band you think that is. And you can text it in at 434-248-0704 or you can give us a call 866-916-3776 and do it that way. Um, we're getting guesses from Rolling Stones to uh, somebody said should be ABBA, but probably the Rolling Stones and Grateful Dead. So that's what I think it is. Um, bad company. Uh, those are all good stickers. I think great. It's it's Grateful Dead. That's what I think. I don't know. Uh, Rolling Stones. That was a big one too. I don't remember an ABBA sticker. <laughs> Was there an ABBA sticker? I don't think so. We'll be back with the answer coming up on this Friday edition of The Morning Jam. Thanks for joining us this morning. For some truth with a side of common sense? You want answers? Then you found the right choice. We are the Morning Jam. The Morning Jam with Janet on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. What? Oh, don't judge. Welcome back to the Morning Jam. Our Mind Jam trivia today was about National Sticker Day. And we were talking about the top 10 stickers of all times. And we told you that one of those was the sticker of a popular band. We wanted you to tell us what band. You didn't have to to name the sticker, but you did. Gizmo said Grateful Dead's Dancing Bears. You're right, Gizmo. That's it. The Grateful Dead. Although they had two stickers. They had the Dancing Bears and they had the skull you say your dad has a stained glass version of the skull yeah. of the skull okay that's that's why i figured it that was the answer i knew it was grateful dead so wow. i thought it was the skull the skull made the list too right or is it just the dancing um, bears well the I, the band made the the list yeah. but it was the dancing bears that was still that, that sold so well so basket counts pretty, pretty cool all right got a friday funny for you guys here we go Well, am I turned up? Yeah. I don't know. 
that natural gas stoves emit air pollutants such as nitrogen dioxide and carbon monoxide and are linked to respiratory illness, cardiovascular problems, and other health conditions. Okay, that's not great, but counterpoint, gas stoves are also linked to delicious pan-seared scallops. A little butter bath. A little, come on, baby. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As a result, the government is now considering banning gas stoves. You. I will see you in hell. You can have my gas range when you pry it from my hot, sizzling hams. Now, because they knew I'd be upset, the government says they now have no plans to ban the stoves. So as of right now, there are no rule changes. But the nervous Nellies over Consumer Reports are urging homeowners to consider going electric. Why? Because electric stoves are so safe. Kids, I don't want you inhaling particulate matter, so I bought us something that goes from room temperature to the surface of the sun with nothing in between. And when you turn it off, it stays hot for hours. Is it on right now? Only one way to find out. Jimmy, put a plate on there and see if it explodes in your face. People, people stuck at airports have said, I've been at JFK for nine hours, but by all means, continue this important discussion about gas freaking stoves. That's right. All the comedians are off on the uh, on the gas stoves. They're, they're and I lit- appreciate their spirit. I got this. They're oh, literally no, no. Gla- gaslighting. They're literally gaslit because they're literally. It's- you just had to go there, and you just had to try to get it in. I mean, it's true. Don't try to follow up Fallon, man. It just doesn't work. It's rare that I'm going to play Stephen Colbert, though. It's rare that we're going to agree on anything. When you but said that, are, so you told me before the show, yeah. and I was like. Okay. Really? Okay. Look, I, I think, like Colbert. Like I, I mean, I grew up on the Daily I Show. I like Col- Colbert's some of the times. Some so, sometimes I think he's off the mark, but I thought that one was pretty funny. Uh, Acacio Cortez, of course, has uh, weighing in. Has been weighing in on the gas stove debacle, and uh, and and people have been having a whole lot of fun with that. Um, the interesting thing is. Recently, in an Instagram story, Ocasio-Cortez was using what? A gas stove. stove. And so she's then she had to defend that because people are like, what are you talking about? And she says, first of all, I rent. Second of all, it doesn't even matter. Because by that logic, these are the same people who said that we should have never gotten rid of leaded gasoline just because someone may have driven a gasoline car. She's not helping. She just needs to, like, sit all the way down on that topic so i thought that was pretty funny that they immediately busted her on using her her gas stove so there uh it has been a a sad day for people in the the music industry and certainly uh fans of of elvis presley lisa marie presley uh the daughter of elvis presley has died at the age of 54 years old Uh, of course he was elvis's only child and was the the keeper of her father's legacy. Uh, She died yesterday after being hospitalized for a medical emergency. Her death was confirmed by her mother, and um, she looked a lot like her father, I would say. Never had much of a music career, although she did release some albums and appeared on on stages with some pretty famous people. she even formed uh, direct musical ties with her father, joining her her voice to uh, Elvis recordings like in the ghetto and Don't Cry Daddy and and things like that. Um, 
and of course she was nine years old when her father uh, died. She was at the Golden Globes on Tuesday and was on hand to celebrate Austin Butler's award for playing her father. And she also attended just not that long ago. I mean, just a few days ago, she was in at Grace uh, Graceland for her father's what would have been his 88th birthday. And she's never been a person to make big speeches, but these were this was her last speech that she had made. It's about a minute long uh, when she appeared at Graceland uh, earlier this month. Thank you. It's been a while. I missed you. And I love you. I keep saying you're the only people that can bring me out of my house. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> and I love you back, and that's why I'm here. So today, uh, he would have been 88 years old. Uh, it's hard to believe. Um, and I think that he would be proud. I think this year has been an incredible year. I think the movie was incredible. Um, and I'm very proud of it. I hope you guys are too. Yeah. So I really appreciate, I was trying to think of what to say where I don't sound like I was planning on saying anything. <laughs> Scripted. Um, but I just, it's just so moving how every year you come from all over the world and it's, it's moving to me and my family. And thank you. And that was it. She just, uh, she just seems very, very shy uh, most of the time. And she has battled drugs and things in the past. A lot of people are speculating that that is, is probably involved with this. I'm sure they'll do an autopsy uh, with her being the age that she, she is. We have Dr. Harb on the line this morning. Good morning, Dr. Harb. Hey, Janet. How you guys doing? Doing good. How about you? Doing fine. Just, uh, just calling about that new drug, Lakembi. Um, we talked about that yesterday. yesterday. Okay. Did you have any more questions about it, or do you feel like you're up to speed on it? Oh, well, we, we were talking. Of course, anytime there's anything uh, that has to do with Alzheimer's or, or mental, we've got one, a story coming up a little bit later on about, you know, how right. even a 15-minute jog can help your cognitive ability. Um, but right, they're saying right. that this That's is going right. to be available by the the end of the uh, of the month, right? Yep. The FDA has approved the drug, mm -hmm. um, and the name is uh, Lacanamab. Is Lacanamab is the generic name? Lacembi is the brand name, and um, it works by uh, basically interfering with those amyloid proteins that are the cause of Alzheimer's. That kind of gum up the nerves in your brain. Right. And it, it binds to those it binds to those proteins and it activates them. It's really the first. It's actually the second drug out that's ever been able to do that. They had another drug before that didn't work as out well, but this is the first one that FDA approved. And um, but now the key to this problem, is getting. You've yeah. got to get to people in the early early stages. Correct. Right. You got to get people in the very early. Like there's about seven stages of Alzheimer's, and you want to. Give it, get them in the first couple of stages of Alzheimer's, and even even if that 
that occurs if you get them in the early stages. Um, basically, um, you only get about a 26 or 27 percent improvement, and it's thought that maybe they maybe it reduces or you know sort of reduces the uh, effects of Alzheimer's for maybe six to 12 months or so. Okay. Um, the other the, the other issue, of course, you know this. It's about twenty six thousand five hundred dollars a year, right? And it's not covered by any insurance at this point. So, um, do you think that and will the change? other problem is, I, it probably will change in time. But the the problem the problem is with this drug is it's not that effective, and it also has some potentially very serious side effects such as brain swelling and brain brain bleeding. Uh, so you you definitely don't want to, you, you wouldn't want to use this drug in anybody who's on any type of blood thinners because um, that would be probably be too dangerous. So you know it's pretty expensive. It's kind of a blockbuster drug, and I think this is I think this is the way we're going to the future in the treatment of Alzheimer's. And I think there are more there's going to be more drugs down the line coming along that are going to be more effective and cheaper over time. Right. So I think it's kind of a blockbuster. It's kind of a blockbuster in that way because it's really the first. That's really, you know, affected the or you know, been directed toward the actual real cause of Alzheimer's, which is those amyloid proteins. Right. Well, we'll continue to so follow that, that uh, story and and others when it comes to dealing with that dreadful disease. And the best thing you can do is try right. to prevent it. Right. So, well, exactly. We, you bet. All right. We've got to go to break, but we thank you so much for calling in as always. Yep. We got your local headlines coming up with WDBJ7. We've got your weekend forecast too here on the Morning Jam. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Mostly sunny today. Cooler and blustery highs at 52. Lows at 27 tonight. Turning sunny on Saturday. Much colder though with a high of 44. Low temperatures at 23 Saturday nights. And on Sunday, highs top out around 53 with a low of 28. And if you have Monday off for Martin Luther King Jr. Day, high temperatures at 54 with sunshine. Currently 44 degrees in Lynchburg, 42 in Roanoke and Salem, 44 in Danville, 41 in Bedford, 45 in Monroe, Amherst area, and 43 in Appomattox. So lots of places got rain last night. We had torrential downpours. I walked in it. Had made the mistake of taking the dogs for a run. They got distracted by a deer. Mm. And they were gone for hours and hours and i was beside myself and then it started pouring down rain and then it got dark and then i was even more worried and then buddy comes home and i was jokingly saying you know what buddy's doing buddy's like i can lose him i can take him out in the woods i can get him lost and get rid of this Talking about pain in my butt yeah. for a long time and what happens he pops home by himself completely drenched frozen happy as can be happy as could be i'm like what have you done it didn't work though. He showed up. <laughs> showed up about forty-five minutes later. Surprise! Surprise! Here I am. You can't fool me. So yeah, crazy stuff. Well, if you're just joining us this morning, we were uh, talking with Dr. Harb a few minutes ago about some some new medication that has come out for people who are in the early stages of uh, Alzheimer's. And one of the things that Dr. Harb has always told us that the best thing you can do is 
be preventative when it comes uh, to the things that you can do with Alzheimer's. That's eating well, not eating a lot of preservatives, making sure you get plenty of exercise, uh, things like that. I was reading an article last night that says uh, if you have 15 minutes and you're just trying to, you know, chill a little bit, the best thing you can do with that 15 minutes is to go for a quick, light jog. It will leave you more energetic than resting. It'll lift your spirits and it'll in turn make your thinking more effective. Light exercise does more than boost cognitive function than relaxing for the same amount of time. So you can just veg out for 15 minutes or you could go for a light jog and cognitively you would be doing so much better if you take the light jog. And the reason appears to be that movement lifts mood and it leaves people feeling more energized than doing nothing. And a brief bout can improve the efficiency of certain cognitive processes, uh, increases the feeling of energy. You're also less likely to uh, grab something to eat for energy if you do that. I'm seeing this true with Winston, you know, my little chunk of monk, little dog. Mm-hmm. I've been taking him out every day to exercise he's been begging for food a whole lot less since we've been doing that i think i need to get him an underwater treadmill you know one that like he's so little i could probably just go and get one that i could turn i think you that's just what get I a big hamster bowl like a big enough hamster bowl <laughs> and put him in it and just let him run around that's not a bad idea actually it would have to be a really big one though yeah it would but, have to be like a Cooper Cabra. Do they make them for the for those? Something like that. Yeah. All right. So instead of taking a, a rest, perhaps you should just, you know, take a little jog. Of course, the whole time I'm doing this story, Trey's over there shaking his head like, nope, <laughs> not going to happen. Nope. <laughs> just not going to happen. Good news out of the South Side as uh, the big day has uh, finally arrived and the White Mill groundbreaking ceremony took place yesterday. Uh, Dan River Falls was unveiled and of course that's a, a nod to, to Dan River Fabrics which was just such a huge textile powerhouse for such a long time there in the Danville area. Um, this is going to be the uh, Winds Falls was the name of the first settlement along the river that became Danville. Uh, and the use of the Dan River, the banks of which the mill site sits, um, is is also incorporated with that. So it's been talked about for a long time. Now it's really happening. And, of course, it's a public-private partnership with the Danville Industrial Development Authority. And upon completion, they're going to have commercial space, 150 units of housing, of which 32 will be reserved for individuals and families. Uh, earning up to 80% of the area's median income. The apartments will be built on top of three-fours of the western two-thirds of the building and will include one, two, and three-bedroom homes. So they're making some strides there on the south side. And they've been talking about it, and now they've uh, actually done the groundbreaking. So that's exciting stuff for for Danville. Hopefully that's going to move along pretty quickly i don't know what kind of, of building dust they're they're sprinkling around lynchburg but we have got every time i turn around there's another restaurant up on timberlake road I, well it, it yeah it's a new shop i wonder what that building's going to be next the to one it. that looks like the prison towers yeah like near sheets i mean i guess it's a bank 
Like I thought maybe a bank, but I don't know. Well, I think those are apartments in the back, but it looks like prison towers. Yeah. There's like four corners. We got a... Yeah, they just built a Chipotle. They're working on the Jersey Mike's, which I'm glad the Jersey Mike's will be closer. Um, what can else? we not get restaurants where you can sit down and eat? Yeah. I mean, they're just turning it into another Madison Heights. I just... Anyway, I digress. You're on line one now on the Morning Jam. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Hey, I was watching this little thing. Well, yeah, we are getting a lot of them. But it's a lot of the same restaurants on Timberlake, which is weird. But, you know, it's like, can we get anything new? <laughs> but uh, anyway... But I'm over there a lot, so uh, that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, this thing with Biden yesterday. Oh yeah, he's admitting he's admitting that he that he had classified documents beside his Corvette. Now I have a Firebird, and I don't drive that very much either. Um, I I think I would know if I had stuff beside my Firebird, you know, but. <laughs> So he's he's admitting you that he committed know. a crime. My favorite argument is, well, yeah, it's bad, but it's not as bad as Trump. That's that's my favorite part. Yeah, I I mean, was it Joy Behar yesterday that was saying that that Trump must have planted the uh, stuff on Biden? Oh, for the love! I mean, it's always something. It, it seems like he's kind I of mean, taking a, a little bit of a play out of Hillary's. Um, book on this one though with that yeah, with that I, stuff uh, I, I just I mean of all the crap that this man has done and this it seems like the Democrats are kind of throwing him under the bus uh, to which a timeline looks like um, looks like he knew about this last year and then knew about it in November FBI. Knew about it prior to the election. Well, he's the one sick the FBI on the onto uh, Trump. We know that. We know he did that. And I, uh, but I mean, a lot of the stuff supposedly at that Penn Institute, the think tank, which Biden and think tank don't really go together. It's an oxymoron. I yeah. mean, but he, uh, some of it's Hunter Biden's uh, stuff, and. Mm-hmm. And did you see, I think Sean Hannity was reporting it last night that I guess this think tank got like $4 million or... That's right. No, yeah, we talked 40, about that yesterday. Yeah, they got it from China. That's right. So so they were funneling money through the think tank to Joe and Hunter through China. And it just, it just blows the mind. I mean, this guy's the corruptest president next to... Maybe Woodrow Wilson, but, Ugh, you know. Who was it, terrible. Oh, uh, uh, Woodrow Wilson. I, I get ill every time I go to Stanton and see Woodrow Wilson Boulevard. But, I, uh, you know, that guy was terrible, too. But uh, but, but now Adam Schiff Janet. is saying that, you know, it's just, it's, it's just very different. There's very contrasting factors about how Trump, and and Biden handled the materials. There's an enormous difference, he said. There's serious, oh, yeah. yeah Adam, that's, that's what Adam Schiff said. Didn't says. Adam float in? Didn't didn't Adam Schiff? Wasn't he one of the ones telling uh, Twitter to that the Russian bots and the Russians were doing all kinds of stuff? To, mm. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, think that, that come out. In the but Twitter you file. know, nothing's going to happen. They they always make 
you know, excuses for their for their own, unless, like you say, they want to get rid of them. And and then they, they do, they do, man. That's what Dan Bongino, Dan Bongino is saying that that that's they that need to get, rid, to of get rid of him. Yeah, but then we'll end up with Kamala Harris or Pete Buda, whatever his name is. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to say because it'll be a sling word. And uh, yeah, I don't want to say that. That's right. But that's right. anyway, I, I don't like him. He's a transportation. You know, why would you put that guy over the truckers? Why would you do that? Why? That's just poking <laughs> us in the eye. Oh, but goodness. Anyway. Well, have a good have day. A good day Try again. to have a good one anyway. All right. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you later on. Uh, Alan doesn't like Pete Buttigieg being in charge of the truckers. I guess I can get that. I understand that. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by FNL Market. They're your Midtown Grocer over on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg. And they are cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day. They have some great deals. We're going to tell you about those coming up. I think the weather is going to be nice enough this weekend that you can bust out the old smoker. So today I'm giving you a fun weekend recipe called smoked shotgun shells. Bear with. This is what you're going to need. You're going to need uh, manicotti shells. You're going to need some mozzarella cheese. You're going to need some cream cheese, some bacon, and some Italian sausage. All right? So bring the cream cheese to room temperature. Shred your mozzarella cheese and set it aside. And then you're going to combine your... I like to use a uh, turkey Italian sausage, uh, but you can use regular if you want to, whichever one you prefer. Uh, You're going to mix that with the cream cheese, mozzarella, and to a large bowl and uh, you're going to put a little bit of the barbecue rub in there then you're going to put that mixture and you're going to stuff the uncooked manicotti shells halfway and then you're going to turn around you're going to stuff the other half then you're going to wrap them in bacon make sure you cover the entire shell with bacon Uh, you want the slices of bacon to go to the end of the shells then you're going to place them on a wire rack with a large sheet pan underneath Apply a generous amount of your favorite rub, cover it completely with the with the bacon, and then let it rest for four hours or overnight. You can't skip that step. Overnight is better. When you're ready, get your smoker set to 250. Place your shotgun shells far from the heat source and allow them to smoke for an hour. After the first 30 minutes, turn the shells to guarantee even cooking. And then after an hour of smoking, turn the heat up to 350. And you're going to want to get that uh, bacon crisp up on the outside. Once it's done, remove them from the smoker, let them rest, and you can serve them whole. Or, at this point, you'll be able to cut them into medallions, and they're kind of a fun appetizer. And they're called smoked shotgun shells, and they are fun. Come on, man, let's have our smoked shotgun shells. That's exactly right. Oh, now we're going to have to play a blue-collar comedy for our next uh Friday funny. Uh, you want to see this recipe and all the recipes we share? Just go to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam. Be here in the, the morning jam.
There's an appropriate Friday song for you. Everybody's working for the weekend. Do you get a long weekend? Some people do. With Martin Luther King Day falling on Monday. We'll be here, though, for sure. And then, you know, some people, they don't even have to worry about what days they are have off because they're working from anywhere. And it would seem that the work from anywhere war has officially begun. There have been some shots fired about uh, companies demanding that people come back to the offices after COVID. Um, there is an economist from Harvard Business School that says um, things are going to change for sure. He argues that throughout history, it's been the most sought after job candidates who end up shaping what our jobs look like. And he gave as an example in the early 90s, using email on our phones was a luxury exclusively for CEOs. Soon, however, top talent and companies started demanding it. And as a result, now nobody can escape email. So thanks a lot for that. Um, today, his spidey senses say that over the top demand for extreme flexibility is the big thing. Top talent doesn't just want hybrid work. They want to work from wherever they want to work. There are two kinds of companies. One that is going to embrace work from anywhere. And the second is in denial. And I feel those companies will lose their workforce. He argues that the companies are trying to drag back time and will lose some of their best talent. And that dynamic will force these companies to catch up. Now, this might come as a revelation to workers who are currently experiencing a top-down model. This three days in, two days out model was certainly expected to become the norm when we first imagined it during the pandemic of what life would be after COVID. But since emerging from bedrooms and kitchen tables, we've recognized that we're not the end at the end of that story. They're saying that this is going to be the new normal and it's not going to be an easy transition. For example, according to a report by workplace research firm Leesum, office-based working has been most popular with one group alone, and that's senior leaders who had their own offices or private meeting spaces. We've got a uh, caller on the line. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. It's salty. Hey, salty. We're talking about we're oh. talking about people wanting to work from from wherever they want to work. Well, yeah, uh, I heard y'all talking about that Wienermobile yesterday. Uh, yes. They're looking for drivers. And, you know, well, they're, they're looking for drivers, and uh, I don't know if this is punditry. Uh, I asked Trey, uh, it's a hot dog, and it says it's flexible hours. Is that right, Trey? I believe so. Can you drive a 24-foot-long wiener? <laughs> Salty, we can do it together. Well, how long well, is I'm the not going to go down that path. I'm not going to go down that path, Janet. But <laughs> it it does say that they're looking for six of them, uh, six drivers of six of these Wienermobiles that go all over the country. I've done seen one at NASCAR. Oh wow! So you've seen the Wienermobile, and you think you can you think you can handle that? How long is the what? is the is the Winnebago? Is it longer than the Winnebago? Which one then they're shorty? Uh, one then they're shorty brave. Uh, when a bag goes, Janet, so it's not quite as long as the Wienermobile. Oh, well, you can't put that on your resume then. 
I thought maybe you could like list that as experience. Well, I was all excited till I started reading that article you forwarded to me. It said it. <laughs> You gotta eat your body weight in hot dog sauce. You don't know if he could do that or not. I don't think Miss Salty would approve of that. And and I tell you another thing, Janet. It says that uh, college graduates uh, possess the ability to convey stories and resonate with consumers. Now, Salty can tell a story or two, and them <laughs> on as always. It says you got to have a BA or a BS, and old Delmont says, Assaulter, you got a degree in BS. So I guess that would count, wouldn't it, Janet? Well, you know what? It might. It might, Salty. I, I just think you just got to put in and see see what happens. Of course, you're a few years, a few decades away from a. Well, it didn't say that you had to be a young college graduate. That's true. Well, it just it, said college graduate. And if you have experience with wieners, it would be good to go. There you go. Well, it does Dumb. say they're looking for young people, Janet. I don't know if I'm going to qualify or not. Just dye your hair. We'll be good. Get a, <laughs> i got to get a hold of this guy named Frank Furter, and I've never heard of a last name named Furter. Uh, but i got to send this resume into Frank Furter. And he says that uh, also that I might have a chance to pitch TV and radio. Uh, wow. I, I'd rather pitch a softball. But the pitching TV and radio, uh, I'm salty. Ain't got a face for 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 TV, Janet. <laughs> well, you know what? I think they would be lucky to have you. That's what I think. So well, this is the final nail in my coffin of this hot dog adventure, Janet. It says that must be willing to build a large media platform. Now, salty's built a house or two, but ain't never built. No social media platform, Janet. I don't know. Salty, you have a Facebook account. I was looking at your Facebook account. You have fans from all over the country now that you've been on Tom Sullivan. I was going to say you're popular in New York. Yeah. And California. Well, I, I do have friends from Sacramento now, Janet. That finally, it entices you at the end where it says you could become a mini celebrity uh so Salty's already a beanie weenie because I'm known in California and Lynchburg. Right. So you could be like well, the whole kielbasa. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I've already I've already reached many celebrity status, uh, except for when I got to take the trash out. Then Miss Salty said, "Get out there and take your trash out." And then I don't feel like no celebrity. Then Janet, I just feel like a husband now, let yeah, me you ask can't you be this. a brat about taking out the trash oh my lord turn your mic off oh, 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 he had oh, to get lord. that in there uh, so oh, janet's going to take out the trash before that last uh friday funny goes out trey you better be careful and let me ask you this is is miss salty encouraging you to put in for this job get out of my house uh, <laughs> well here's the thing janet she said uh, <laughs> As long as I eat salad every day, that just ain't going to fit the lifestyle. <laughs> well, you know what? I don't know if they're just looking for young people, but to us, you are forever young, Salty. Thanks for calling in this morning. Love you guys. We love you back. Bill Trefiro's on the way at the top of the hour. And we'll also have your CBS News ahead here on the Morning Jam.
You're listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA-FM Greta Danville.